to another episode of the She Ventures Now podcast, where I discuss the journey of making quantum leaps in personal change. I'm Gayon Nicole, your host, and part of the reason for my inner confidence in making quantum leaps, like changing my career, or starting a business, or moving to another city, has been in part because I'm a self-help book junkie, <clears throat> for real. There might be a stigma for self-help books, but I don't care because I've seen the fruit of being a reader and I do believe that knowledge is power no matter how cliche people uh, think that is. So in this episode, uh, it's all about books that have shaped me over the last five to seven years or so. And I want to give you a quick rundown of them, but here's the quick list first. Number one, Dan Miller, 48 Days to the Work You Love. Number two, Tim Ferriss, The 4-Hour Workweek. Number three, Daniel Pink, Drive. Number four, Pete Scazzaro, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Five, Daniel Lappin, Thou Shalt Prosper. Six, Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. Um, and seven, Seth Godin, Schools Stop Stealing Dreams, which is actually an ebook. So now allow me to explain what I love about each book and author. In the first one, in 48 Days of the Work You Love by Dan Miller, Dan Miller is an expert career coach, and he basically gives you the guidance you should have probably gotten in college but never did. And I love it because he offers biblical references and also clears up ways in which people have misinterpreted the idea of work, misinterpreted the idea of work to be a necessary evil instead of something they can actually enjoy. Lastly, I love Dan Miller because he's super practical and helping you develop the confidence to reapproach the job market or if you're starting your own gig he helps you take the steps to do that but here's the clincher and this is what I really love about him his approach is to help you get the clarity and understanding how you can become an expert at yourself and knowing your strongest skills your personality traits and your deepest dreams, passions, or values. That's what I love about Dan Miller's book. I ate it up during a time when I was uh, just really longing and searching for a better approach at finding not just another job, but what's the long arc or what is what would be my life work and understanding what jobs fit into that. That is what I really love about that book. Number two, is the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss writes with a kick butt, kick butt attitude around not procrastinating on what you really want out of life and settling for a nine to five. I love this book because even with the hyperbole of a four hour work week, like who could actually accomplish that? Probably if you're killing it already, then maybe you have, but even with that four hour work week hyperbole, Tim pushes the envelope on getting rid of things that are time drainers within our work routines, things we don't actually have to do, but must be done. I appreciate his guidance questions with each chapter and anecdotes of people who reflect the TFHH lifestyle. My biggest thing is the inspiration behind the way he writes and the way he um, I would say contemplates the whole ideology of getting a job and working for someone and figuring out. I love the fact that he tackles how you can figure out ways to remove yourself from your job 
but still keep your job. So if you want to write work less hours or work from home, he helps you think that through. He also comes up with uh, some great power questions for you to tackle the, the latent fear that's holding you back from your dreams. And I appreciate that. This book is a big one for those who are dreamers of a better life, but you still haven't taken any action and you need a new way of thinking, right? So this is a key book for that. Number three is by Daniel Pink, um, who wrote Drive. And it came at a great point in my life where I was emotionally dry about work and seeking for affirmation about why I had that itch to find something that really worked for me. The biggest thing I took from it was getting clarity behind why an average job wouldn't do. In an excerpt, Daniel states, one source of frustration in the workplace is the frequent mismatch between what people must do and what people can do. When what they must do exceeds their abilities, the result is anxiety. When what they must do falls short of their capabilities, the result is boredom. Listen, boom shakalaka. I had never found someone that helped me understand and pinpoint why I was frustrated or bored or anxious about my job in different moments, right? We all go through different seasons of being either bored or anxious for whatever reason in different facets of our job. But I just appreciated that, not not just that excerpt, but his research provides evidence of what are the key motivators for people to have job happiness And the research time and time and time again comes back and shows that it's not about money. It really is not about money. And so um, I believe one of the, the key motivators that he brings out, brings to light in his book is autonomy. The second one is mastery. And the third one is creativity. If you have those three things, you're you're probably going to feel more alive in the work that you do and feeling much more motivated and driven as well and probably sustainably as well. Number four, the fourth book that I want to talk about is um, it it has really matured me and has been a game changer Um, and it has less to do with my professional life and more to do with my personal inner life and it's called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Pete Scazzaro and I'm going to quickly tack on there um, the book that was written by his wife Jerry Scazzaro called The Emotionally Healthy Woman. To understand why this book was so good for me, I'd have to give you the long backstory with my experience with church and involvement in ministry and how this book fits into that picture. But as a summary, my biggest takeaway was I had to own my honest feelings about environments that I allowed that I allowed myself into. And I had to reconsider and recreate margins or boundaries in my life that kept me happy and healthy. More on this later, but just know this book was epic for me. I mean, this book really has done a work in me in the last two years with just helping me to see and own and appreciate my space, um, my desires, uh, my comforts, my safety, my ability to feel and and uh, validation for my feelings. Because I think a lot of times... There are times even in the workspace or even where we volunteer and even in our relationships with family and friends or otherwise, we feel less validated or we can feel, um, yeah, less validated in our feelings because someone is pushing us to do something 
that is not intrinsically in line with what we would do. It's not something we would have thought to do or in our judgment of our bandwidth of energy and our time, we would not do that because we have other things that are asking commitments of us, commitments of time and energy, creativity, etc. But when, when there's a push from someone who we love or someone we admire, sometimes we can feel just a little bit violated and we can feel just a little bit turned off but we do it anyways against our better judgment. These two books help to recalibrate me in my emotional life and help me to understand there is a way in which you can have healthier interactions with with your, you know, your church or your nonprofit organization or your job as it re- relates to how you feel by owning up to things that are not working for you emotionally and it's a lot of it is just validating your emotions I know people don't like to talk about emotions because we think it's super subjective it's not an objective way of living but at the end of the day I mean when you think about your health you have to consider your feelings as well you have to consider your emotions for a list of other books and a quick description of how they informed my perspective the ones I haven't talked about obviously about work love adventure passion or on faith click the title click the link titled she ventures book faves in this show's blog post all right that's it for now i hope to join you in another podcast episode soon